I'm Adam Hergenrother and welcome to Business Meets Spirituality. This is a show for leaders and high achievers who've experienced success on the outside and still feel like something is missing in their life, who have made money and accomplished big goals, but then ask themselves, is this all there is? After all, business is nothing but a conduit for your personal growth. Need nothing and enjoy everything. This is Business Meets Spirituality. Super excited to be with you guys today as we enter into a uh, new decade and one where I think it's really important for us to kind of think about what it is that we really want to focus on in our lives. So I have three special guests today to talk about um, their experiences of what's happened in their life over um, a transformational program that they've been a part of over basically a whole year-long immersion. And what I really want to talk about today in the beginning is you know, where is the genesis of year-long programs and or just full immersion programs? And before we jumped on this, I was talking with Caitlin and her and I were having a conversation about that. Um, originally, I uh, learned a lot about kind of full immersion po- programs from probably the, the full immersion guru, if you will, Tony Robbins, who I went and I think his shortest course that he has is like 50 hours. Honestly, I think it's like three days and like it's 50 hours and like three days. And I've heard him, I've literally taken every single course that he has. And, and, and basically the entire time he's talked about is, look, you can't really make lasting change in somebody um, unless you get fully immersed within the aspects of what somebody needs to change. Like you just can't give a, a quick little training. And yes, you can hear something and maybe you can make a change from this, but to really make a big, lasting, impactful change, you've got to really immerse yourself in some sort of training program. And I started to experience this when I would go over the last kind of 10 years, go around the country and speak for a day. And then um, people kept showing up year after year. And while they loved the kind of the inspiration, if you will, from the event, I noticed they hadn't really made changes in their actual business. And so when we, Hallie and I sat down and said, okay, how are we going to really create a program that makes actual changes, that forces, like I, I, like, I like to use that word because it just kind of, how do you force people to make a change? And I think part of that forces is not necessarily you're actually making them change, but when they're a part of something for a year or or, or longer of a duration, that transformation in itself happens because they're in the process. It's almost like they jump into a boat and the boat's going to take them. So they might as well start changing while the boat's rushing down river versus sitting on the sidelines. And I think you can relate this to a couple different things. If you look at most businesses, plus or minus most businesses stay the same within 10% year after year after year. You initially have some, some this little success that comes up and you hit this kind of plateau for a lot of people and they stay where they are. Why? Because they're not willing to really make the changes, the transformational changes in their business that's going to get them to the next level. So what does a transformational change even look like? For one, it's a lot of people get start getting used to the income that they make. And so then they kind of wrap their arms around the income and they don't really want to change that income or break that income because they've now built a lifestyle around the income that they have. So in order to make a transformational change, you actually have to take risk. You have to change something that's going on in your business or you may have to rehire somebody. You have to, may have to invest into somebody into a new bracket. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said, I keep having these challenges with a particular hire. And I said, yeah, it's because you need to jump like two brackets and hire. I said, the person that you're looking for, you're not going to get for the investment that you're willing to make right now. I said, you got to jump a different hire. And he goes, well, that's scary. I said, well, exactly. That's a, that's, a, that's a transformational change that you have to be willing to go through if you want to get your business to the next level. So in any level of growth that you're having and you're experiencing, you got to really 
be willing to almost break what you currently have in order to get to the next level. And I think this, this happens naturally if we're willing to be on this journey of constant evolution or constant growth within ourselves, because it allows us to not get so wrapped up into what, where we are now, but ultimately who we can become and extracting all of the qualities that force us to grow, to become somebody different, to raise the lid, to raise and grow yourself so that you start pulling everybody else up around you. And then we looked at this in terms of Project U, our full full year-long transformational course. Um, By launching this, it forces people to be in an environment that makes them change. And so the only way you get out of it is you just stop the program, right? But if you're in the program, Everyone else is pulling you along. The whole group is pulling you along. So just it's it's easier for you to make some of these changes because a group of people are doing it. Yeah, go ahead. And and we have action plans yes. and we have check-ins and we have accountabilities, accountability throughout the throughout the year, which is so different than a live event where somebody gets immediate inspiration and they might go back and implement one or two things, but nobody's following up with them. No one's yeah. checking in to see how they're doing. Nobody's saying, okay, great, you implemented this. What's next? Yes. Um, and that's what you can really do when you work with somebody for an entire year. Yes. And that's why if you're working even in one-on-one coaching, that's what they do because it's not just people are like, you know, in coaching, there isn't like necessarily a sentence that somebody's going to tell you that just changes your life. What it is, is the consistent accountability to making a change in your business and then holding that person to the accountability, to the change that they want to say. Most people have the idea of what they need to do. It actually falls in line with the execution of doing it, right? Goals are ubiquitous. They're everywhere. It's where, you know, just you know, my three-year-old comes on the goals. And that's great. I love goals. But really, the new goal is the execution part, right? And so that's what a coach does, a year-long program does, is it forces you through constant accountability, constant just awareness of where the change needs to occur. And then that in itself will force the conversation and force yourself to make some changes. And when you're doing it with 20, 25 other people, it makes it really challenging, Yes, um, but a lot of fun. Yeah. I think one of the things we heard from a lot of people too is that it was, is it's very scary. Even we're we're launching the class for 2020 right now and people are like, man, I'm actually scared, but it's good because- Those are the people we want. Because it's also, you also know that part of it is because when you sign up for a, a year long, transformation in four different categories and categories of your life, you are going to change. And that in itself becomes scary. I think people in businesses the same way, they get very comfortable with their business. And it's like, well, man, if I just, if I have to, if if I want to get to the next level, I'm going to have to break something. I have to change something. That's scary. Well, that's, growth is change, right? So you have to be willing to break something and change something. And I think, again, that, that falls in line with the same thing when you're looking at it for your spiritual change, your physical change, your wealth in terms of how you view money, how your personal expenses, where you drive value from those things, leadership, communication, um, all of those things, when you're willing to work on them throughout a course of a year, you literally become somebody different after you go through this experience. And whether it's a a um, you know, a, you know, a date with destiny. I look at like that with Tony Robbins, which is like an eight day program. And it's like 12 hours a day, which is fully transformational change. And he even says like at the end of this, it doesn't matter if you stay with me or anybody else you go, you have to continue on this to hold yourself accountable because you won't hold yourself accountable to the same level if you don't have the coach. Very few people in the world will, right? That's why having a coach, having a program like this, it's that constant awareness of a change needs to occur in you in your in the group or the coach is never really allowing somebody to settle for something in their life. They're kind of honestly saying, okay, well, then what's next? What's there? What's going to happen there? How do we change that? How do we break that? So you're constantly, the minute you get comfortable, 
then all of a sudden you start to change again and you kind of find that natural balance of that constant growth. So let's jump into our first guest, Sven, um, a dear friend of mine. Super excited to have him uh, on today. Sven, just introduce you a little bit to yourself. I know that if I asked you the question of who you are, being part of this is like, you know, that you're going to, you could get into some spiritual rant too a little bit with us, but introduce yourself a little bit as, you know, your family, your business, and uh, then we'll kind of take the conversation from there. So welcome. Well, I'm so honored to be on the call and I really appreciate the opportunity, Adam. And I have to tell you, I've grown a lot from Project U. What a, what a transformation it's been. Um, well, first off, I'm a father of three girls. 16, 14, and 10. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got gray hair because of it. Yes. So I keep it tight. Yeah. I'm a husband to my wife, uh, Christina, who I adore and uh, care dearly for. And I'm, I'm a leader of a company. I, I run my own real estate office in Winchester, Massachusetts. And uh, I, I, you know, I really care about what I'm doing and where I'm going and who I want to be. And I think one of the reasons why I got into this project U piece is because I've in this group, this, you know, full immersion um, year long project is because I was at a slump. I was, I opened my own office. Uh, I left a a competing company and, and um, opened my own office space, scared of hell to be able to do that. But I did it, um, you know, and, and I, I've grown to where I need to be, I think. And, and I'm even pushing myself even further and harder because of some of what I've learned from Project U. So, um, so let me ask you, you know, a quick question for, I know yeah. you have some more time there, but when, you know, when people look at you, um, you run a very, very successful business. You have, uh, you know, three wonderful kids. You have a wonderful wife. You have a lot of things. And then I hear you say you're in a slump. You know, from the outside, most people would say, wow, that's just, that's I never thought about that. So walk, just walk me through a little bit of that. Well, you know, when I started, when I started thinking about doing this project, you thing, I was like, what is this first of all? And I, I was actually not eating right. I was uncomfortable with who I was. I, I actually was a competitive tennis player in college. And then after college, I competed um, in a regional level and was ranked in New England. And I, 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 I'm always a competitor. And, and I got to this point where I was building my business. I was doing what I was supposed to do. I was showing up every day or so I thought I was to be able to be there, but I wasn't the best person as I, that I could be. And, and, and I knew it and I wasn't feeling great about myself. So I said, I need to, I need to kickstart something. I need to, yeah. I, I need to do something different. People from, like you said, people from the outside never had any idea that this was happening in my world. So I just said, I need to do something. And, and I, I saw this opportunity. It was something unusual. It was very vague in terms of what it was. I think <laughs> in part because I didn't know I was getting myself into and I'm glad it was, but it's also very, very cool. And, and like you said, I've taken so many classes and I've sat in classes with you before teaching a one-day course or something like that. And I've, I've taken you know, other, other pretty strong courses. I've had multiple real estate coaches from Ken Goodfellow to Bob Corcoran and, and some others that are pretty well known in the industry. And I just, I just couldn't grasp what I needed to do to take my business to the next level and to be able to take my, without taking your, you're going to take your business to the next level, but you got to take yourself to the next level. And I think that's a big deal. 
Yeah, right. I wonder how much um, you know. We've talked about this before on on the podcast. Obviously, the business meets spirituality is that you know you are you are. It's not that you weren't unhappy. There is this more of like this dissatisfaction that there was something more in your life that you could extract from versus where you naturally were now. Right. I think that's what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's an important piece of the puzzle with what we're trying to do and build is you know trying to make sure that you know. <laughs> I just wasn't fulfilled in what I was doing. And so uh, I needed to change that. So, so what changed? Uh, I, I basically, well, I, what changed is I focused on my health, right? It, it is four primary parts of Project U, which is the first part is health. And, you know, when I sat in a room with, with these folks that I didn't know who they were, and I've built relationships over the past, you know, nine months to 10 months here, I, I've you know, I, I call every, every one of the people in that room now very good friends of mine. And um, the first part's health. And somebody um, named Adam Hergenrother actually challenged everybody in the room to focus on their health and to do something to be able to make a change. And one of those changes was to potentially do an Ironman. So um, that's what we were challenged to do. And we did. So um, I stepped up and said I would do it. Uh, <laughs> With a little bit of hesitation, not knowing what I was signing up for, but I'm glad I did. Yeah, the cool thing is too, when you focus on that health, um, how how helpful do you think? One of the things that we do in in our program is that we give you, you know, obviously nutritional help. We give you a nutritionist, and we give you a coach, a physical coach to walk you through. How how was that helpful in terms of that accountability? You know, that was huge. I, I think that was one of the best things that I could ever have done. I've had other people that have tried to do a half mar- a half Ironman, or, or sprint try or something else like that. And, and I got to tell you, I was scared. I was like, wait a minute. I, I had back surgery in 09 I, from a skiing in, issue, incident that I had. And I, I didn't think I could, I, I wasn't ever running more than a mile and a half to two miles. And after I played tennis, I would take six Advil, you know, cause I had to just make sure that my back was in order. But, uh, you know, I, I got pushed and with the right coaching, we eased into it. I, I was challenging myself. I kind of, signed up and said, yeah, I'm going to register to do this thing. And then I thought immediately, what could I do to get out of this? I have to be able to have an excuse to get out of this. I'm like, how am I going to do this? Right? It's physically impossible. But reality was, is that with the right coaching, with the right dietitian, with the right process, with the right support from other people around you doing what you're doing, uh, inspired me. And I got to tell you, that was a big, big part of me sticking with it and staying true to what we were said we were going to do. And yeah, I finished Lake Placid Ironman, uh, half Ironman, uh, uh, full on cramps and everything else. And, uh, fired me up with, you know, standing next to Matt Bix, the uh, backs in the water going, Matt, are we doing this? He's like, yeah, we're doing this. It's on. And I'm like, Oh my God, here we are. But clearly it was helpful to have a, a tribe to, to be part of doing something like this with, and, have experience from others that have already done it so that you just don't have to go it alone. And I think that's a big deal when you're making a huge commitment like this to this, to this project and this, to, to, to anything I think in life, you know, to stay true to it. You need people to hold you accountable. And I think that's one of the biggest parts of, of why we do Project U and why it's so important because it is transformational. And it is one of those things that's, that you just don't get away from. I mean, you go to something, you learn it from it, you say, I got to implement those things and you try to do it in your business. But yet, who is the background that actually says, did you do it? You know, And that's a 
a big part of what we're doing. Same thing with your training, you know, with the coach and the health, <clears throat> with the health pieces and the, you know, our micro, the, the QT2, QT2 coach, it was, it's just been an easy transition. And it's something that, you know, they're, you're holding, they're holding you accountable to your workouts. And that's huge. And I'll give you, for instance, today I woke up and I'm like, I don't want to work out. And I looked at my app and I looked at everybody else and I was like, wait, I'm getting on this podcast. I can't be a hypocrite and not do this. I'm on it. So <laughs> love it. there you are. I'm on it. You know, what kind so, of, um, you know, it's a, I love hearing stories about things, but then also bringing things back to a number. What kind of like in terms of weight loss um, or benefits of health have you seen from making that a priority? Yeah. So in January, I broke 200. I was over, I, I was at 210 and I am now at 182. That's so. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, change pant sizes, just totally feel good about where I'm at. And from some other folks, I'm learning about uh, this, you know, Netflix app called Game Changers, and trying to figure <laughs> out how to do, figure out if it's if what's what's going to change in my world in terms of health and diet and eating. I think it's a big deal. So yeah, I love starting with health, and I and I love because I think it's the most important part of if you don't have your health, and it's hard to do anything else in terms of take care of your family, your kids, your businesses, your leaders, your employees, or anybody else. That's why we always start with health. You kind of work your way into the the wealth side of things, and uh, you know, obviously, you're familiar with real estate and what you need to do, um, but I think for you, some of the ahas and you correct me if I'm wrong that you had was just when you focus on like the personal side is where we start first, right? What, what kind of you know what changed for you by looking at in terms of wealth as as money is really just a tool in your life and the flow of money? What 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 effects did you put into your life and not only for you but for you um, and your family? Yeah, well. First off, figured out a, a you know a budget like we just spend money. We wouldn't know how we, we were what we were spending. And I know you know you've talked about your wife and how much she was spending and yeah. didn't realize that. And same thing here. Like I, I asked my wife, I go, do you know how much you're spending this month? And she's like, well, you know, I'm gonna. I'm like, do we know the numbers? And reality was is that we didn't. She didn't. We didn't. And uh, put together budgets and. Um, have been tighter, not only on the, the home front with that stuff and being smarter, but also from a work standpoint, we've really got a good understanding about what's important and uh, what's really critical to what we need to do at work and, and hold each other accountable to those things. And it's critical to what we need to do. And, and I think uh, it's, it's valuable to know the numbers because without the numbers, you don't, you don't know where you're at. I think that's a really it's critical. And we, we, I, now, I now know that. I, I kind of glossed over it before. But yeah, it's big. It's really Love big. It. So then you kind of transferred into spirituality, which um, I know probably the biggest question mark for most people because when they hear spirituality, they go, oh, "We're we like sitting up on a mountain, hanging out in a cave. Are we like are we becoming yeah. like you know monks or what? What is Adam going to do here?" Um, so what did that? What did this that part of this course do for you? Yeah, uh, that was big. I mean. From day one, you said, what's the biggest, what's the most important relationship that you want to change? Uh, and I remember that question. And I kind of got teary-eyed when I, when I wrote that question down. Because I, at the time, I was struggling quite a bit with the relationship with my oldest daughter and how we were struggling a little bit to just battling. Like 15-year-old, yeah. now 16-year-old who's starting to drive. We were just battling. Yeah. And so I just, I looked at myself. I'm like, wait, how am I winning? How are winning conversations? Am I am I actually winning them? Am I am I helping our relationship and what we're doing and how we're growing and what we're what we really care about? And at the end of the day, I wasn't. It was like I had this ego thing about you know 
I'm right. And you're, I'm your dad, this and that. And it was, it was just mind blowing to go just look back at it, at the conversation and to just to be able to kind of like understand why the conversation's being had and what it, what, how you feel about it. And I didn't realize that until really looking at, you know, listening to Michael Singer and some of the stuff that we're doing with TM, you know, meditation and, and TM and, and, and kind of learning from that. But I, I got to tell you, it's totally chilled me out. I mean, I used to be a short fuse. I had a short fuse everywhere. And then, you know, from working out to, to being able to meditate twice a day and just to, just to reflect a little bit has totally chilled me out. And I think that's huge because my wife sees it, my kids see it, and my team sees it. And, and I think and my, and my, my family sees it too, just communication style. So I don't know. I, it's been a big transformation in that sense because it's, it's helped me in my relationship specifically with her where we're buddies. We're tight. Yeah, you could drive. Here, honey, take the keys. You're driving. And, and you know, I, I kind of freak out, hold the, hold the, the, uh, the oh, oh shit bar, if you will, yeah. on, the, on, the, on the car and be like, whoa, but I don't say anything. I'm like, you're doing great, honey. You're doing great, right? And, yeah. and I think the end, in the end game is just trying to be smart about what you're doing and what you're saying because your, your, your words definitely have an impact. And people are watching you but always. And you know, before the call, we started about that, then talked about it. So I think it's it's important. Your actions are really powerful, and your words are even more powerful in some sense. What is the biggest kind of aha, or the kind of last question for you? Like biggest aha, or the biggest kind of just unexpected change that has occurred um, from this program? Because I think if I had started off um, in January and we all kind of got on this journey together, like you're going to be a TM, you're going to be doing all this different stuff, right? And you, you, I mean, you, people would naturally resist that. And I can just imagine like somebody listening to that and they're like, oh, what are you guys, what is it doing over here? What kind of cool is it triggering, right? It's just, so everything is this, this sequential process to really be fully immersed into becoming a different individual. So what kind of, what aha or what, what, um, Large benefit, you know, that you weren't expecting to get. There's obviously the business one. We could sit here and talk about the business impacts, but like, I, I think that's secondary to your relationships, your health. Um, I, at least in my opinion, I think those always come first. Well, it was impactful. You know, we were on our uh, on a on our one of our quarterly retreats, and I came up to you after the event and said, "I have to tell you something. That if you put this as one of the first parts of the of the of the of the of Project U." I would be out and I'd be out because I wouldn't understand how to use it. And just like what you spoke about in terms of, you know, getting that epiphany, it, 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 you, it evolves with you as an individual. And I think that you start to uh, change and grow from the experiences that you have and the reasons why and how project U is presented. It, it's, it's perfect because it allows you to take those little pieces that you drip uh, on everybody that's part of this to then be able to lean into it and 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 grow from it. And I think if you started with that, um, you know, TM transcendental meditation and you know, kind of who you are spiritually out out of the gate, I was like, wait a minute, what is this kumbaya stuff, yeah. right? And you wouldn't get it. Yeah. And and I got, I said that to you at the event. I'm like, this is probably one of the most impactful things that I've ever done for myself. And 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 using the, the, the group and the, 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 the tools that you provide us to be able to lean into, I think it's, it's just so powerful. And I think that, you know, the spirituality piece has really made a difference for me and my business and my family life. And personally, I got to tell you, I'm feeling much better about what's important to me. You know, I said, I thought about this morning, I'm like, what, 
do I need myself? And I'm like, I got it. I don't, I'm not, I'm happy with where I am. And I used to always strive to be like, oh, I need this. I need to have this much more. I got to have this better car. I got to have this better, keep up with the Joneses. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm cool. I'm good with what I got. Yeah. And I'm, and I've never, ever, ever, ever felt that way before. And I just, it just thought to me and myself, like, what do I want for Christmas? I'm like, you know what? I got it. I got my health. I got my family. I got what I need. I'm, I'm cool. So yeah. I, I wouldn't have that without this project and project you. And I wouldn't have that without some of the tools and the support for the people that are part of it. So I don't know. That's my epiphany. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm super incredibly grateful for the opportunity to be part of it. So. And I get choked up saying it because to me, it matters, you know, I, you pour into everybody that's part of this, this group and everybody else that's part of this group pours into each other. And I think that's just one of the biggest things that I've ever had the opportunity to be part of. And I'm, and I'm super honored and grateful for that. And we're honored and grateful to have you on the journey too, as well. Love you, buddy. Thanks for yeah, being Yeah, you on. too, man. It's yeah, awesome. Jim, I want to jump on to, to you and uh, um, again, kind of jump in if I asked you who you are. Again, thanks again, Adam, for this opportunity, and thanks for pouring into us the way you have this year. It's uh, it's been an amazing, amazing experience so far. It's been mad. It's been an honor to be part of this with you guys and everyone else as well. Uh, my name is Jim Galligan. I'm a husband, a father of a 23 year old daughter. I run a real estate team business in Northeast Pennsylvania in the Pocono Mountains. And um, I got into Project U. Very similar to what Sven just shared is that I too was very successful from the outside, um, but there was definitely something missing. There was um, an uneasiness um, about where things were heading. I wasn't satisfied, even though things in my world were were great. Um, and I just felt that I needed something to challenge myself, needed to learn from those that were doing it at a higher and a different level than I was. It's it's been been a real game changer, real eye opener for me. Truly, has love love that. What do you? We kind of heard uh, Sven kind of talk us through a little bit about the different parts of the course, but what, what has been most impactful for you? You know, going through this uh, in terms of your overall life, like where where would you say, like, hey, like, wow, like, I this really helped change me. And I know you've had just tremendous growth in your business, which has been just an incredible journey to watch on. Um, so, how has that fed into your business growing to the level that um, and the success that you're achieving now? Because I think you're like number one in like the state and different things. So, I mean, it's just incredible to to see that. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I think the biggest eye-opener and the biggest game changer for me through this started with that first you know first quarter was focusing on health and focusing on me again um realizing that i need to take care of myself if i'm going to be able to do those things that i'm capable of doing and take care of those people that matter the most to me and it had to start with a morning routine had to start with taking some time to slow down and take care of me, getting healthy again, getting a mindset of, of eating right, exercising regularly, making the, the smart choices because everything's a compound effect. And in the process of doing that, it's just given me a better outlook 
better start to my day. It's, it's given me that time to get my myself right so I can go out and conquer and I go out and help those that, that matter the most to me. And it's, it's made me realize how much more I truly have to tap into also. I love that. Do you think, and I think, you know, you've already always been, you know, having discipline. Do you think that was a habit that you picked up from the physical fitness that then transferred to other aspects of your life? I definitely have I've gained a great deal of more discipline in my life over this, this course than I had prior. Um, I think everyone that came into this course had some discipline in their life. No one came into this without that, but it's, it's, it's definitely made us prioritize. It's definitely put a laser beam focus on certain areas. And because of that, it's allowed us to, at least allowed me to, to get more focused and more disciplined in those certain areas that, I, that matter the, the most. And I think one of the biggest triggers for me is I, I can catch when I'm starting to veer off path much quicker and much easier. And I can make those self-corrections. So this way I don't, I don't veer off and, and I can stay focused and stay, stay the course. So I think everyone came into this with discipline, but it's definitely helped hone it and, and, made me realize in many aspects of my life where I was lacking in some discipline. Love that. What was the biggest um, epiphany that you had kind of going through this course? Because it is a, uh, is a full-long, I mean, your transformational program. So what's kind of the biggest epiphany that you had in, in uh, going through this? The first one started, and I shared this with the group at one of our breakouts, but the first one started that I had to, and it's okay to, prioritize myself and take care of me first. You know, that old additive when you're on an airplane, you know, put your mask on first before you put anyone else's on. So the first epiphany was that I had to really take care and, and, and love me. And then the other epiphany, and this has really been the most exciting of it all, is that I, I truly realized that I have so much more to give. And that I haven't even cracked the surface of what my true potential is. And I don't believe any of us on this, on this journey together have yet. So that's, that's been very exciting to know that this is just a, a jump off place to keep that journey and to keep, keep challenging my thinking, keep challenging the way I'm doing things, the way I'm looking at things, um, because the best is yet to come. And I haven't even really cracked the surface of what my true potential is. If somebody's listening and they're thinking about any year-long kind of program or even like a six-month immersion program, you know, obviously people have like the commitment thoughts, the monetary investment, time away from family. You know, those are big items that come up with people and they're real things, right? What would you say to somebody that's, that's thinking about um, joining any kind of year-long immersion program or even just one-on-one coaching or something along those lines that's just, that's just radically different from what they've been doing? I think I think you owe it to yourself to invest in yourself, and to have those fears is normal. Mm-hmm. To have doubts is is okay; it's normal. Um, but if you really want to live your best life, if you really want to maximize who you are as an individual, as a business owner, as a as a parent, a spouse, 
you get out of you get out of this what you put into it. You get out of life what you put into it. So, as scary as it may be, and as as real as some of those challenges may be, financial or commitment wise, if not now, when? And I think you truly do owe it to yourself to to make yourself a priority because it's only going to be to the benefit of those people that matter the most to you. And you're going to be able to go back and, and bring value to, to those relationships and become a better person, become a better father, become a better husband, son, brother, business owner, whatever that may be. But you're not going to get it by just a quick fix. There's no, you know, quick take a pill and you wake up the next morning and you're somebody else. This, this takes work. It's an inside out game, but it's worth it. Jim, it's been really amazing being, um, having you a part of this program over the past almost a year now. Can you share with us and with everybody a couple of the specific um, successes that you've had in health, wealth, your business, your relationships, and in your, sure. just your personal growth in general? Sure. Um, on the health part, um, I had been an athlete. I had been somebody who was active, and then I had an injury to my back, and I got out of that routine rhythm. So creating a morning routine, putting a focus on diet and exercise has allowed me to lose 35 pounds since the start of this program and get on the track to continue that journey. I uh, still have a long way to go, but I'm, I'm in much better place than I ever was before. And I never would have gotten out of that rut that I was in if I wasn't put in this environment where even though I didn't sign up to be one of those iron men that um, some of my friends have become, I've, I've definitely been inspired by them and it's pushed me to do more. So on that aspect, you know, just getting on the right track and, and making the right decisions around diet, health, the choices that we make, but then that trickles into how we approach our business, how we approach the day. So on a business front, just focusing on how we're utilizing our money. Um, you know, I was great at making money, but I was also great at spending money. And I was the spender in the family, probably more so than my wife. So it's just put a real emphasis on making sure that we're running a profitable business making sure that we have a budget in place, like Sven had mentioned, and just realizing that we have what we need. Um, I love what Sven just shared because everyone's asking me what I want for Christmas, and I, I honestly can't think of anything. I don't know, maybe a couple flannel shirts or something. I, I mean, I'm, I'm good. And, and that certainly wasn't something that I was thinking last Christmas. And on a business side, all of these components, it's, it's making me a better leader of people. It's making me value the relationships with the people that are in my inner world and in my inner circle because I'm only as good as the collective sum of all of us together. And if they fail, it's because I've failed them in many cases of not providing that, that energy, that leadership, that environment. So coming from a group that we're in and these conversations and these level of conversations that I get to be part of 
to go back and pour that into my people, just like you've been pouring into us, is showing me that that's really where my greatest potential is. And that that's really the most exciting part of this is that as I'm growing, I'm seeing the people around me starting to grow just from being around the new me and just seeing what that can do as a trickle down effect. And that's what, that's what all of this together. And we're, you know, we're, we're certainly building off of where we are now to more of that leadership and relationship um, focus, but all of those things come together as pieces of the puzzle. And you don't, again, you don't have um, a magic pill that you take and all of a sudden you wake up and you've got it all together. It's, it's piece by piece. Sometimes you take two steps forward and you take a step back, but then you take another two steps forward. Um, but it's, it's building off of those little successes, those little breakthroughs that turn into bigger breakthroughs. So it's been a couple key things that have happened um, that are all starting to really materialize now. I love that. Well, Jim, thanks so much. I love you. I love having you in the course. Appreciate who you are and everything you've done. One of the interesting things too that um, I, you know, there's a lot of those phrases, Hallie, right, in business that are they're like, you know, raise the lid is is if you raise the lid, you'll raise the whole organization. And I think um, people can intellectually understand those things. I think when I'm just listening to people and I'm hearing them, like it's you actually get to experience. And I think people forget when they hear that phrase, and I'm like, then I try to, I always try to stop. And even with you, like I do sometimes, like that is that is right, like that is what that means, right? You're actually experiencing that right now, right? And I think that when people say like, raise the lid, like they have this intellectual understanding of that, but until they really start making the changes that are forcing them to change, they, they don't really do that. And then when you start to feel everybody else come beside you, that's what that experience is. And it's, and it's really an unspoken yes. thing, right? Yes. You, when you start to grow personally, the way all of these individuals have, it's just, it's unspoken, but you can see the influence from their actions is just permeating their entire organization, is permeating their family dynamics um, and bringing everyone up, you know, alongside them. Yeah, the truth doesn't need to be marketed. Right. Right. I always love that statement. Um, and so when you hear that, the truth just naturally rises to the top because it is the universal truth. Well, we, we always say, if you want to lead other people, you have to lead yourself first. Yes. And this is, what, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Lead other people. You can't love other people until you truly love yourself. You can't give money away until you actually realize how to make money to be able to give it away and all those different components. So it's really good. Matt Bex, welcome, buddy. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Gosh, I, uh, I'm like frantically taking notes over here. I'm just really honored to be, uh, thank you and thank Hallie for having all of us on the podcast. And, and uh, I'm particularly grateful for these two gentlemen. I mean, gosh, uh, I'm just really inspired by them. So I'm happy to, to to be here and be with these guys. I'm taking lots of notes from everything they're saying. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Who you are? Yeah, and I, I know you have um, a huge family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Time for all of this. We're, we're probably running out of time, right? Uh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm privileged to uh, run to be in your your world and and to to work with you on on a weekly basis. Uh, Matt Bex, I'm the CEO of Her Group Vermont. So uh, I, I run. Uh, her group's local uh, Vermont team, and uh, yeah, as you mentioned, um, gosh, I've been I've been married for ten and a half years um, to to my beautiful wife Martina. She's she's a badass and an entrepreneur and a business owner. And uh, we really have do like I've met her. It's not like just to be saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think uh, Hallie and you can both attest. 
Uh, so, so uh, we're, we're we're having fun going together and her her too. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta pay her a lot more than than you pay me. That's the problem. She's, <laughs> she, she, she's she's super talented, but uh, no. So she's she's great, and um, and yeah, our our life's a little bit crazy too. We've got uh, five little kids at home. My oldest is uh, almost eight, so uh, eight down to two. So we've got kind of a crazy family dynamic, and and then yeah, I, I was uh, you know again privileged to kind of come into your world. It's been two and a half years now, and and I've been in real estate since 2011, and and I was kind of doing the the single agent thing, and then started building a team, and and uh, I'm glad I, I bumped into uh, some someone at an airport, and long story short, ended up in Vermont. So uh, happy to happy to be here. You know what I love about you, Matt, is um, you've really, really grown a tremendous amount as a leader. Um, you know, and when I when we first brought you in, um, to be honest, I think I've shared this with you before. You're a little greener than I thought you were on the, on the leadership side, which you right. know, say that because of how much hard work you put into that. Um, and uh, and so I th- I think that it's just an, um, really amazing to watch your journey in terms of leadership. So, where you know what has changed for you? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. And, and <laughs> that's, uh, that's true. I think this has been uh, a really revolutionary two and a half years. You know, I, I kind of, uh, I really connected with Sven when he kind of talked about all the previous coaching, all the previous classes and training. And, and that was me. And you know, I was, I was very much in the business and I was traveling and, and learning about kind of just the, the, the daily grind, you know, doing, doing real estate. However, it was, you know, production was very much, you know, dictated by my efforts. And so when it comes to kind of having a young family and balancing that, you know, gosh, I was, it was all about me just, just trying to make business happen. And so when I think of what's changed the most, not only in the last two and a half years, but really in the last kind of nine months together in this, in this project, it's, it's been working on myself such that. I can succeed through other people that I can, I can be a leader that, that people want to follow. So it's really come down to um, massive amount of pers- personal growth for me in the last, you know, two years and specifically the last nine months. To you? What does that mean to you? <sighs> yeah, gosh, I mean, it, it, I don't want to jump right into a, a spiritual conversation. I mean, I guess that is, that is, that is why we're here. That is the, exactly. yeah, that, that is the, that is the podcast after all. But, but yeah, I mean, I guess for me, it would be, Kind of unpacking what that um, spiritual growth really means for me, and just kind of having much more uh, awareness emotionally. And I think when I when I consider the challenge of of succeeding through other people and and leading at a high level, uh, I, I can't help but think like the biggest thing for me is is really understanding kind of what what that emotional fitness looks like. So. Um, it's 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 really for me leading by example through growing personally, emotionally, spiritually, being being aware of what how my actions affect other people. So I think you know to answer the question, I think it's really about uh, an emotional fitness, not being disturbed by things, understanding that you know I, I'm going to focus on the things that I can control. I think that's kind of the growth piece for me. 
what was your biggest epiphany, if you will, the, the moment of clarity that you've mm. had? And you've kind of been speaking about that a little bit, but what was there a, you know, um, my brother came to me the other day and said, you know, hey, you know, I've been doing TM because I got him in TM, mm. of course. Um, and, or he was driving home, he told me this the next day and he's like, man, you know, I pulled in this, this car stopped and it was taking like literally like five minutes to turn left. And Kelly was next to me and she's like, and she and Tommy didn't get riled up with my brother. And she turns to him and he's like, you need to stop doing this TM because now you're making me feel all bad because <laughs> you're all calm over here. And like this whole situation is happening. And she's like, now I just don't know what to do with myself. Um, yeah. So those kind of moments of clarity where somebody else, you know, I always talk about that spirituality is you're just constantly working yourself. But when you're doing it, you don't really notice all of a sudden all of the changes that are always happening until somebody kind of says, hey, or you end up, an event happens and like two days later or an hour later, you go, man, that didn't bother me anymore. I think that's one of the coolest moments that somebody can have in their life is something that used to disturb them, something that used to cause them suffering. And all of a sudden that same event occurred, but because that personal growth that you talk about, Matt, this is what you're saying, happened, they no longer got disturbed from it. And then, so then they can solve the problem. It's just an event that's happening, right? Problems are not the cause of suffering. It's our preconditioned thinking of how something should be that actually caused the suffering, all this stuff. So otherwise it's just an event that's happening. Yeah. So how's that clarity walked into your life? Yeah. You, I mean, you just said it. it what I was going to say is it's, it's been uh, an actual tangible technique. You know, there's a lot of things that are kind of hard to explain, but when I think of kind of the, the spiritual growth, man, it is a, like a, a weapon that I can use and I have so much more clarity now and I can move so much faster because I'm not caught up in uh, the way that my environment and other people are impacting me. Um, and then, gosh, I'm sounding like I, I've arrived or something. So, you know, please don't think that that's what I mean. For me, it's like, I'm, I'm so excited because I'm witnessing new opportunities to do this every day, you know, like, uh, like Tom's example in the car and in traffic and those kind of things. But I look at it and say, as, as much as it's, it's um, a personal thing that sometimes is hard to uh, be clear and, and to describe, for me, it's a, this is a tangible problem-solving tool that allows me to not be kind of wrapped up in, in what's happening to me, but uh, allow those things to kind of pass, pass by me. Uh, and then I can take and move forward faster. So I look at it as a, uh, an extremely valuable problem-solving tool, not just in business, but in life in general. And, and really with all the people that I'm leading and inter- interacting with uh, you know, daily. What do you think has... Um, you've been... I know you care so much about developing yourself. And um, you've gone to a tremendous amount of trainings from yeah. inside real estate, outside real estate. What has changed, or if somebody's listening to this or thinking again about going, kind of what I asked, you know, Jim about going into a year-long immersion course and have the same kind of the same three or four things show for everybody. What would you tell somebody the differences between going to a course, you know, four or five times a year, different ones versus committing to something that's transformational, that's a year-long immersion like this? Yeah, think? yeah, great, great question. Gosh, in terms of being fully immersed, I mean, just to give people kind of some insight into this, we're talking about weekly calls, daily conversations on uh, a private Facebook group. I mean, we're we're really talking about a weekly accountability uh, that's required to force a greater level of change. You know, as Jim said, you know, we're talking about people who are high achievers, people who 
um, are accountable. I, I, I like to think that I'm an accountable person. And yet we all need kind of a, a next level of accountability in order for us to grow to that and break through to that next level. So I think that's really the difference here is we're talking about relationships with other people, people that you can trust. And that was, you know, one of the craziest ahas. And, you know, Sven, I think back to when we all sat down and, you know, Adam kind of asked us some of those uh, questions at the very beginning. One of my biggest takeaways just from leaving that session was like, I love these people. And, and I don't even really know them yet. Yeah. And, and so to have that kind of a, a, an environment throughout the whole year or you know, the nine months it's been, man, that just accelerates change because you trust these people. You're, you're uh, open to being you know, more vulnerable um, in terms of like, the accountability. So uh, I think it, it's, it's not the same thing. You know, going and having an emotional experience at a training and taking away one aha is important. That's great. You can implement that. But we're really talking about you know, changing who you are as a person. And, and that's, um, that's only going to happen through a process like this. Love that. Love that. I was going to ask each one of you, Matt, you're a breath of fresh air and, and I love you, buddy. Thanks for, <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, kind of ask each one of you, um, this question uh, is... When people are thinking about um, Project U or year-long immersion or, or any type of investment into it, one of the things that we get a lot is I gotta I gotta run this by my partner, right? Because we hear that and when we're and we hear that a lot too. One of the really think, neat things that that we've experienced on this is the actual conversations or the letters that or the emails that we've received from partners who are not even in the course about thanking us for what we were doing, all of us are doing to change each one of you um, because you're deciding to make that change and how they're bringing that back to their family. So what would you, what would you say that your partner would think is the biggest change that, that you've made if you're coming from their side? So Sven, let's go ahead and start with you. Yeah. So I think that my wife would say to me that um, you know, the biggest transformation is the relationship with my children um, because she saw it from her perspective of, of being a little bit damaging. And, and I think that, you know, with that relationship change, I, she could see it now. And, and, and I actually get a chance to just reflect. And she said, it's like, she said to me, your, your relationship with your kids has just been dramatically different. And to me, that's everything. And because we used to battle about the, the actions that I would take with my kids and we would, we would go head to head with things and just talk about it. So, uh, from that perspective, it's been a, it's been really powerful, Love really that. powerful. Yeah. Thank you sharing that, Jim. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I mean, I think I'm more present. I'm more, um, you know, in tune to what's going on with Amy at that time, and I'm not thinking of work or or a deal or something while I'm supposed to be being a husband or when I'm, you know, our daughter no longer lives at home, but when our daughter's home, I'm, I'm always there engaged fully uh, because those, those moments are fleeting. So I think that's probably the biggest is that we're, we've always been a good com- communicators, but I think I'm, I'm a better communicator now because I'm a better listener. I'm more in the moment and I'm 
trying to make sure that I'm the best person for Amy that I can be. So I want to make sure that I'm, I'm there for her in every way I can be and not just be there, but really, truly be there. Be there. Yeah, I love hearing that. It's beautiful. Thanks. Matt, what would you say? Yeah, I think these, these guys are both hit the nail on the head. When I think of uh, each section that we've been through so far, physical, financial, spiritual, uh, the reality is I've had to really step up my game in terms of um, you know being a, a husband and a leader at home. Because uh, kind of as Jim said, in terms of the communication, you know, when you're committing to a super high level of, of um, physical fitness, um, there's only the same number of hours in a day. And if, if you're talking 45 minutes to three hours of, of working out a day, depending on um, where you are in your training, you know, there, there needs to be an increased level of communication with your partner about you know, who's doing what and when and the kids. And um, same thing with financial and, and just so that um, Sven and Jim don't feel like they're alone. You know, that's, that was one of the biggest challenges for me. Uh, for this, uh, the last nine months, getting on the same page with Martina, sitting down weekly, having tough conversations that we've never had before. So, um, big time, I would think communication with, with, uh, your partner, your spouse, um, in terms of like how personal growth is going to affect both of you moving forward. Love that. Thanks for sharing that. Allie, what has been, I know, (laughs) what has been, what has been your biggest aha that you've seen? Um, with the group? Yeah. Well, oh gosh, I mean, every everybody has such an like unique and individual yeah. stories, and I could go through you know every single one of our participants. But I mean, we we've been working together for nine years, and we've done I think we've done a lot of really cool things yes. over the years. Built great businesses. We have a lot of great people in our world, and I still think that this is by far the most incredible thing that we've yes. done because of how much we are able to give to them and how much they are giving to each other, the relationships that are forming, how much they are um, giving back to us, um, watching everybody grow. Um, I mean, I, I, I just, I love being able to be a part of it. Yeah. And I, and I I even think the last time we got together, I was like, I I can't believe I get paid to, to do this and help facilitate this amazing, amazing experience. Yeah. Is, is absolutely true. You know, I think, you know, people often ask us, like, how do I get part of mastermind groups? How do I get part of, you know, and I go on several different ones with my friends that I meet up throughout the, throughout the year. And we have spent, you know, weeks together and just kind of get fully immersed in a lot of those conversations. And um, this is also a, a big driver for this is to create this opportunity for everyone to have their own mastermind group, to be able to work things through. I think that's probably one of the, yeah. the most powerful pieces of this all is just is, is just the relationships yes. and knowing that these people are going to be part of each other's lives for ever, I would imagine in one, in yes, one way, will. in one way or another, because we've all grown together yeah. so much and shared things that we may not have ever shared with yeah. um, anybody else. And some things that are sensitive and some things that are, you know, deep fears and, yeah. and deep challenges and, um, and being able to really, again, experience that and go through all of that together and, and watch everybody change. It's just, it's been amazing. It was really cool to watch the first, and a lot of these people didn't know each other. And we obviously people, these three people are in real estate. There's people that are not in real estate and not everyone has to sign up for triathlon disclosure for that. You can just different things you can do there. But, um, 
the the really interesting the first few minutes of actually starting the course how open people became with everybody it was like this they've been having these yearning for authenticity to be able to be themselves around this really cool group and man the people really open up and so as you look to um, no matter when you're listening to this you're looking and you have you know, business meets spirituality is about, hey, I've achieved level of success, um, whatever that means to you. But yes, I had this little dissatisfaction that's kind of in my life that I just want more. I want to extract more from something. I want to change a little bit more. Um, so wherever you are in that moment, go find a course that's immersion. Go find a coach that's going to help you, whether that's a physical coach or a wealth coach or, um, you know, any, there's plenty and plenty of pretty amazing programs that are out there to help people with full immersion. So make sure you find something that's going to scare you, right? Something Something that's going to um, that is is probably going to force you to make sure that you do it every time in terms of financial commitment because a lot of these things are not necessarily um, you know you, you pay what you you get right so these things can be expensive for individuals it's a large investment for all of these type of courses I think date with destiny with Tony Robbins is 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 extremely expensive for the eight days that are there so a lot of these things just commit to all that my point of saying that is just that like don't be scared of any of those kind of components if you're ready to change because. Sure. Yes. Committed. If you're committed to it, this is the process that unfolds to start looking at life with different levels of clarity. Right. If you're scared of a dog, you walk around all of your life scared of dogs and it changes everything of how you look at the whole world. I mean, I said a dog because I was running this morning. A dog ran after me. I know you me. don't like dogs. And I don't mind dogs. I don't mind dogs <laughs> at all. But literally this dog, it was like five in the morning and this dog just came running across the street. It was pitch black. And I'm like, where does this thing even come from? Anyways, it ended up being a really cool dog and nice. But um, so the, the thing is like, if you're afraid of them all the time, then you change your life around them. And all of a sudden one day, if you go through a course and you just no longer have a fear of dogs, and I'm just using an analogy for anything, then you just look at life differently. And that's what happens when you transform is that you gain a level of clarity that was higher than the level that you had before. And when you're able to see things differently, you then operate differently. It's the cool thing about deep spiritual work isn't about changing what you do. It's not about changing your job. It's not about changing your partner. It's not about changing your kids, which you can't, by the way. So just, you know, you have them. It's about the part of you that gets to participate with them that changes in that level of clarity and the level of thinking and the level of openness and, and authenticity that you bring to each conversation, that's transformational change as you start to see the world differently. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Business Meets Spirituality. I know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there and I appreciate you choosing this one. If you liked it, how about sharing with some friends? And folks, remember, never give up on joy.